Good morning from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. Welcome back to the second hour of Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I'm a horticulturist, landscape designer, and garden author, and I'm so glad you can join me. We're going to jump right away into our phone call. Good morning, Alan. Thank you for holding on to the break. Oh, no, no problem, Teresa. Enjoy your show as usual. I was off for the month of February with some things going on. And, of course, the frost, it knocked out my amaryllises. I thought, oh, boy, I've got my amaryllises growing in 65-gallon and 105-gallon commercial pots so Mm -hmm. I can move them with a skid steer around, and they work out really great and so forth. Anyway, I saw all the dead ones. It's like, oh, well, it froze them back. So I pulled all the fronds off. I hit them with 5-4-3 organic and just loaded them up, watered them in really good, make sure there's no water down on the no nitrates or fertilizer down on the fronds to burn them. And lo and behold, this morning I go out and there's 5,432 and, and a half blooms of amaryllises, which I've never had this year, which is unusual. But my question for you is now once that they have bloomed and spent blooms, I'm assuming they will probably bloom again this late summer fall like they normally do. Yes. No, they will. Um, They're just really happy. And, you know, sometimes the cold weather can do that to them. And your, you know, fertilizer, um, you know, process is really good. So they're very happy. And yeah, you're going to get, I would probably say over the next two months, a little bit more of them blooming. So you might get multiple blooms and then probably late summer get another little go of it. Well, I had that problem, and I'm sure all the avid garmenters, you take all your bulbs, and I just leave them in the ground all the time. I never pull them up and, and unless they get, you know, size of gigantic softballs, and mm-hmm. I'll pull them up and remove them around. But you always dig your bulbs up, and somebody forgets to put one white with the red and two reds with the white, and you've got them all <laughs> planted out, and you're going, oh, yeah, redhead stepchild. Or what? Did, where yep. did that come from? So. It's like, well, make sure you flag that one, and they all die, and they get green fronds, and you're going, now, which one was, was it? it? <laughs> Next bloom cycle. Well, I just wanted to know about that. Um, I fertilized them well. I um, got bone meal to put on them a little bit later, but uh, I was pushing them, and they pushed back, and they're looking absolutely gorgeous. Um, I know our, our strange weather this past fall, hot, cold, hot, cold, has put everything in the hmm yeah, cycle. I'm they, even actually getting Christmas cactuses that didn't bloom in Christmas, but now they're blooming. I'm going, okay, okay. that's the first for me. Well, you know, you might so. want to look at now. So are these Christmas cactuses that have always bloomed at Christmas time and, they, and they're not yet? Because you uh, might have a couple of Easter cactuses in there. And you can tell well, that by the leaf. Cactuses that uh, have always been Christmas cactus, but you know, of course, we do the you know let them get dried out going into winter. You mm-hmm. don't want to overwater them and so forth. And right. we bought a couple at some of the the stores that the box stores that had them in a couple of nurseries of special colors. We found that were like they're just starting to bloom, and they just we got that hot weather, and it seemed like around December that they said, okay, we're not growing, and they had bloom tips on them, and they sat there and they sat there, and my wife was like. What did you do to them? What did you do to them? <laughs> so now they're cool weather, rain, cool weather, warm weather. Now they're popping out. So we're the only ones in the neighborhood with Christmas cactuses that are in bloom. So uh-huh. Amazing. So anyway, I well, I've that. always, I would love to see pictures of them. So go ahead and shoot us pictures here at betterlawns.com. Uh, betterlawns.com, you can sure will. up at that. I would love that. And uh, your amaryllis, you don't need to dig them up here in the state of Florida. They will continue to rebloom for you. So right. good job. Good job, Alan. 
Well, they look great. I mean, it's it's kind of a neat thing. I'm not. I'm in an unusual situation where I have access to a skid steer. Most people, you know, you got bids and what do you do with them and all. But sure. So I can pick them up and move them. And you know, I got like eighty in a eighty of them in a, a tub. And you can imagine what the color is with you know three and four blooms on them. And they're just you know they look absolutely gorgeous. One of my favorite bulb plants for Florida is the amaryllis, and so. I sh- on lieu of that, I shall let you go. And um, one other quick question: sure. spiderwort lilies. What can you use for fertilizer, or what should you do? Just regular organic. They're they're they're, that's, they're that's native one of my plants. Favorite. Yeah, they are species plants. They're, gorgeous. They're gorgeous. native, and I would just suggest you just fertilize them. I wouldn't suggest you try to amend the soil or anything because they're growing, and if they're blooming right where they are, that that's exactly what they need, the conditions they need. So, just a regular and fertilizer I, I on them. Absolutely. I love those. And our Lake County Ag Center, for those in the voice of Lake County, they have some wonderful things. I sit on one of the advisory committees up there. There are some fantastic things coming up with the Master Garden Programs. Check your web pages for Orange Osceola, Volusia, Seminole. They've, all their ag centers are doing wonderful things. There's some new varieties of things that are coming out, and I won't tip the hat on that, but you need to go see your master gardeners and talk to them. So use the resources that you pay for. Thank there you go. There you go. Thank you so much, Alan, for calling in. I certainly appreciated that, and I, I love that you uh, also, uh, you know, Extension Office is a place to go to. That's wonderful during the week. So uh, cat fur into the compost. I have someone asking on text, and, yes, you can put cat fur in oh. the compost. <laughs> <laughs> you got a hairball there? <laughs> All I can think of is that. I mean, yes, it is. It's a good idea, good idea. Hairballs, yeah, that, that can go in there. Coffee grounds and tea bags are great for compost piles. And so you can definitely add that. That was a great question, too. If you'd like to give us a call, one 455 2967 or you can text me at 23680. I have a wonderful, wonderful guest coming up, Mary Phillips, Mm -hmm. and she's with the Gardening for Wildlife program. Mm -hmm. And you know the Certified Wildlife Habitat Scientist? Mm -hmm. She is behind all of that, and I'm going to be talking to her. And you know what? I interviewed her back in 2019, May 7th, as a matter of fact. I think it was May. No, I'm sorry, May 11th. And uh, on WLBE when I was on In Your Backyard there. That's oh. why I was thinking about that this morning okay. when I started out. And uh, so we're going to be talking to her again. It was great to be, uh, catch up with her. And the program is going to be fun. You're going to want to hear this. And also I'm going to tell you where you can get a very poignant sunflower bird bath. And I just ordered it, and it should be here tomorrow. And so I'll be talking about that, too. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Looking to make your garden fresh and new this spring? Quality Green Specialists in DeLand has what you're looking for. Fancy shrubs, large trees like magnolias and hollies, beautiful flowers like supertunias and azaleas, olives, citrus, peaches, blueberries, vegetables and herbs too. Enjoy gardening at its best. Select from our quality fertilizers and organics like azomite. Great plants, sustainable products. Friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, DeLand and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 
That's 800-398-0651. This boating season, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission wants to remind you to wear your life jacket. You make a difference in the life of your family. As a parent, it's your job to keep your kids safe and be there for them. You do it at home, at school, and you need to do it on the water as well. Always wear your life jacket and have your children wear theirs too. It's a basic step that saves lives. Life jackets save lives. Wear it, Florida. Visit myfwc.com for more information. That's myfwc.com. Before we left the hospital, my daughter received her newborn hearing screening. It only took a couple of minutes, and it was a painless test. When our son was born, the doctors tested his heart and found out his blood oxygen levels were low. As a dad, nothing is more important than your child's health. It was that initial screening that led to her early identification of hearing loss. And as a result, we found out about our baby's rare condition, which allowed us to review treatment options quickly. Go to floridanewbornscreening.com to learn more. Have fungus gnats invaded your potted plants? Control these pests with BTI, the active ingredient in Summit Responsible Solutions, Mosquito Bits. This naturally occurring bacterium kills mosquito larvae, and it also kills fungus gnat larvae in potting soil. Just follow the easy instructions on the label. Mosquito Bits are harmless to people, plants, and wildlife. Summit Mosquito Bits are available at garden centers, hardware stores, and at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. Last year, utility companies raised electricity rates for Floridians by billions of dollars. Now those same utilities are trying to take away your right to power your home how you choose. Rooftop solar power is becoming more efficient and affordable every day. But utility lobbies are pushing legislation that would destroy the solar industry. This would put thousands of Floridians out of work and put solar out of reach for countless families. It's time to stop this before it's too late. Take action at FloridaUtilityScam.org. Sponsored by Florida Conservation Voters. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-432-3916. That's 800-432-3916. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. And there are a number of different certification programs and ways to get people, campaigns to get people to plant more wildlife habitats and create great ecosystems for pollinators. And one of those organizations is called the National Wildlife Federation. And underneath their auspices, their umbrella, they have the program Garden for Wildlife. Now, I know a lot of my listeners out there and a lot of my clients have certified 
wildlife habitats, that little sign. And even my sister-in-law in Massachusetts, she has one. And I always enjoy going to her uh, backyard and her landscape when we visit, when we go to Massachusetts. But Garden for Wildlife encompasses the certified wildlife habitats, then also schoolyard habitats, butterfly heroes, and also to the Pollinator Garden Network and the Million Pollinator Garden Challenge. Well, the brains behind this and all of the efforts, she's an amazing woman. Uh, she is the head, listen to her giggle, she is the head of the Garden for Wildlife program, and I'd like to introduce Mary Phillips. Mary, good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful, Teresa. Thank you so much for having me today, and I'm so delighted to hear, and we know, how many amazing Florida wildlife gardeners are out there. And I'm telling you, it's just so exciting. And I talked to you back when I was on WLBE in your backyard, and we really were promoting the certified wild, wildlife, I mean, wildlife habitats certification then. And yes. it's been wonderful. So first, let me know, what is your weather like up in Maryland right now? Well, this morning it's 36 degrees. <laughs> it's partly cloudy, and um, but it's going to hit 60, and tomorrow it's going to hit 75. So, <laughs> Oh, that's lovely weather there then. Oh, yes. that's great. My friend Kathy Jens, will, she will appreciate that. So, oh, yes, Kathy. Yeah, you know Kathy. Oh, she's wonderful, isn't uh-huh. she? Um, yes. So your background is an, uh, just an environmental legacy of the most successful yeah. and most popular wildlife and pollinator programs in the world. So do you remember the first time you realized you were passionate to save wildlife and the environment? Yes. Well, it actually really started when I was a child. We were fortunate to have woods behind our uh, backyard, and I explored. I remember taking pictures of wildflowers. I have a whole photo album still (laughs) of all the wildflowers that I took. And then when um, we moved to Maryland um, and I had my children, um, we explored this whole area and the creek and the park near us and really understood the impact of what we could do to help wildlife and our watershed. We live in the Chesapeake Bay watershed, and that became really important for us. Well, I tell you, the Chesapeake Bay has a wonderful stormwater program, and I'm very familiar with it. And I've I've discussed that and interviewed uh, the department, the stormwater department there. So um, you've been the head of gardening uh, for wildlife for eight years. What are some of the challenges for gardeners who want to encourage wildlife and create habitats? Well, I think one of the key things that are challenges, especially for new gardens, is is, a, is kind of a fear of like where to start and how do I know that I'm planting the right thing for where I live? And also sometimes a fear that I'm going to kill my plants. <laughs> so, I mean, all gardeners, I, new gardeners, I think, have that. Um, the good news about wildlife-friendly gardens and planting with native plants is that they are adapted to your climate. So as once they're established, they're much easier to um, maintain. Um, But I I would say that's the biggest hurdle and just really wanting to attract, you know, all the different wildlife. So really understanding which plants can do that well. And that's a lot of time and research. Um, Fortunately, we've we've been making it easy. So we can talk about that in a minute. Yeah. So so tell us about the um, National Wildlife Federation and the certification program. How many people have participated? Well, so National Wildlife Federation started the Garden for Wildlife program in 1973, and since then, we now have over 270,000 certified wildlife habitats. And, of course, that's where people plant for wildlife, putting in uh, food, water, uh, cover, and places for wildlife to raise their young. Um, with uh, obviously the core of that being native plants. Um, and what was really exciting is um, in 2020. 
in 2021, um, we saw a 50% increase annually of the number of people planting these gardens and certifying them. And that uh, has contained, contained, uh, continued sadly. Oh, that, I'm, I love that. So I love de- designing landscapes that become ecosystems for all types of pollinators and wildlife. So when I found out about your new campaign and the encouraging goal, plant with a purpose. I love that. Plant with a purpose. Isn't that great? So I know it's going to be inspirational to millions of people. What a simple and hopeful phrase. So tell us about the native plant collections for Florida that people can get through your organization and then online, but then how Florida native growers are participating in that. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, because of this increasing trend, we realized we really needed to help um, meet the native plant uh, supply because there was just such an increase in demand. And so we've developed a new um, plant collection by ecoregion, and we have uh, new uh, collections this spring for Florida. Uh, We had tested it out in the Northeast last year, but now we have Southeast collections. And the Florida collections are Monarch Munchables, Pollinator Power. We have a Hummingbird Heroes. And we also have a a shrub sampler of shrubs that um, will really, as they grow and mature, really, really be superpowers for attracting both pollinators and birds. Um, And one of the things we tried to do is create um, using keystone plants, which are plants that support they're native plants that support 90% of wildlife in a specific area. So every collection is curated with that in mind and also curated to provide um, alternating three seasons of bloom. So you will see in each of these collections, for example, the Monarch Munchables um, has uh, milkweed and aster and goldenrod. And we know that there's a lot of different milkweeds out there. We tried for this season to get a milkweed that many people may not always have. So we have the snowy milkweed in that collection for this year. I think that's wonderful. Now, you do partner with Florida Native Nurseries, right? So even though they're buying online, what what is the reason for buying natives online? Well, one of the reasons is goes back to that demand and also accessibility. Um, obviously, during the last two years, it was harder for people to get out into stores. So that was one of the reasons we wanted to offer this um, online to make it easy and have the plants shipped to people's doors. But also just people's time. Um, people have all sorts of other commitments. And I know I go back to when I started our wildlife garden when my kids were small. I was driving all over Maryland when I was also trying, you know, I had to work and do other things. And it took me a long time to put that yard together and that that garden together um, because the plants were not all in one place. So this is a curated collection, DIY, it's ready to plant. And we have garden design uh, for you and lots of tips and you get um, a seasonal monthly, uh, or sorry, seasonal maintenance um, email. I think that's great. Now, so because we do have the festivals for the wildflowers going on in the next few weeks and festivals all over the state. So if they can buy them locally, that's great as far as going and getting them. But if you're in an area of the state that you don't have a native nursery near you, this is going to be a great access, a great resource for them. So who did you get to kind of oversee the program and give you advice so, um, well, we have our uh, chief scientist um, at National Wildlife Federation who also has a, a, a he's a botanist um, as well. But we also work very closely. We've had a many year collaboration with Doug Tallamy, who um, actually worked with us and developed these keystone plant lists 
um, that we based all the curated plant collections on. But we also reviewed for uh, the Southeast, particularly in Florida, um, with Dr. Jared Daniels at the University of Florida. He did review all of our uh, selections as well. So we actually have a, a very multi-level um, vetting process to make sure that we are balancing out these collections um, and that the right combination of plants are going to the true native area. And that's so important because, you know, people see driving through Florida, they see that flocks growing on the side of the road. And they, they, they actually, the DOT back, what, 30 years ago, um, they got the the flocks from Texas. So it's really not native. So we really do want to, you know, focus and concentrate on native plants that you can get. And you have done that research and you actually get them from accredited floor, floor, um, Florida growers, don't you? Yes, we absolutely do. And um, yes, uh, all the plants uh, in Florida are going to be shipped uh, directly from a Florida grower. Um, they are native to a larger ecoregion. So they're also going to be shipped to some of the surrounding states as well. But we have ensured at the eco-region level, they are also native uh, to those locations. I think that's great. So give us some websites and resources that people can go to to see this. And I will also post a link on my Facebook when we upload the show. Thank you, Teresa. Um, so it's gardenforwildlife.com. Uh, then also, if you'd like to certify your um, yard, it's NWF, for National Wildlife Federation, nwf.org slash certify. And so that's great. And so how long does it take to uh, get that certification? Is it, is it a, a real, a, for somebody new who's listening and they say, oh, I never thought about certifying my yard. I want to do that. What kind of process is it? Oh, it's an online application. And um, there's actually, when you go online, it'll give you, uh, there's a checklist you can download to go through your yard and make sure you have all the requirements. And then you can be get back online and then check off that you have all these different attributes in your yard. Um, and then it's an online application process where you um, go through, you do make a processing fee donation to National Wildlife Federation, but you also become a member then of National Wildlife Federation for a year with that certification. And you also get discounts on uh, wonderful signs that you can show off that you're a certified wildlife habitat. And then also real quickly, I want to mention that you do have a sale going on these plant yes. collections for Florida. So yes. how, what do they get? So it's 10% off right now um, on, on plants um, ordered in uh, through the end of March. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Mary. I'm so glad we caught up together, and it was great talking with you. You too. Thanks so much, Teresa. Have a great day. You're, you're welcome. I want to thank Mary for coming on because she really inspired me with that plant with a purpose. Don't you love that? I love that. That is genius. Isn't it? Plant with a purpose. And everything we put in our ground should have a purpose. I know the National Wildlife Federation is going to have another 270,000 certified uh, gardens out mm -hmm. there, which is going to allow millions of birds and pollinators to thrive. So I just really do appreciate that. And I will tell you, I got my bird bath that is in shape of a, a sunflower, okay. which is so appropriate right now. I hear you. And uh, you can go onto the National Wildlife Federation store shop and you can get the sunflower bird bath and it's on a stake for your yard and it's beautiful and i got mine before you all bought yours <laughs> <laughs> um obviously if you're so just I, just, I just knew it was going to be a run on it you know with the with the current uh scene right now and so i got mine and, and it, i've got i ordered it 
and it was sent within three days. Beautiful. Isn't that amazing? So this is the time to call us with your gardening questions at one 45 lawns or you can text me at 23680. We have our sponsor, Summit Responsible Solutions, at summitresponsiblesolutions.com. Check out the mosquito bits and dunks. I'm Teresa Watkins, and you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800 513 1652. 800 513 1652. That's 800 513 1652. That's 800 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. 485 6003 
Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Go right into it. And good morning. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. And so we're going to go into John Denver. He's going to lull us into planting more gardens for wildlife. Inch by inch. Row by row, gonna make this garden grow. All it takes is a rake and a hoe and a piece of fertile ground. Inch by inch, row by row, someone bless these seeds I sow. Someone warm them from below till the rain comes tumbling down. And the dirty word of the day is potassium. You know, earlier in the first uh, hour, I mentioned that we're going to have a run and maybe a short supply of fertilizers in the future. It's going to get expensive because most of our fertilizer comes from Eastern Europe and Germany. And so the dirty word of the day is potassium. Second, only to nitrogen in total fertilization requirement is potassium. The potassium influences root growth and water and a stress tolerance relationship in turf grasses, and it should be maintained at adequate levels for optimum growth. Potassium creates thicker cell walls, and thicker cell walls can handle stress. And it's stressful living here in Florida for plants. You know, we have those high temperatures that, um, you know, are go up into the 90s, mid-90s, high 90s. And then we also have days where it's 80 degrees one day and then 30 degrees the next day. So both our summertime and winter are stressful on plants. In most turf grass growth systems, the potassium fertilization program should be based on a soil test. Definitely get a soil test of your uh, your yard so that you know what your levels are in your yard. Potassium is highly mobile in most of Florida's sandy soils 
but an annual soil test is adequate for determining the potassium requirement for most turf grasses. Now, the inorganic substances used as a source of potassium nutrition for plants is usually salts of hydrochloric, sulfuric, and carbonic acids that dissolve in water and is often combined with other compounds containing potassium in a form accessible to plants. Now, natural deposits of potassium salts were the primary source of potassium fertilizers, and the first major deposit was discovered in Germany in the 1840s. And so deposits of potassium salts were later discovered in France, Canada, and the United States. By 1913, world production of potassium fertilizers was 1.19 million tons. And in 1967, 14 million tons of potassium. And in 1970, 19 million tons. So potassium chloride is used as potassium fertilizer and as a raw material for the preparation of potassium hydroxide. So what it helps with is that plants require large quantities of potassium such as our agricultural crops, potatoes, vegetables, beets, root crops, tobacco, that's what they respond to as well. It has a positive effect on the quality of products, and it increases the sugar and the starch content of potatoes. So um, so the dosages of potassium fertilizer depend primarily on soil conditions. The physiological characteristics of the crop being fertilized and the properties of the fertilizer. So you mainly want to put potassium down in the fall and then also after cultivation. The after effect of potassium fertilizers could last for three to four years. That's why an annual soil test is required. So if you want to read all of my dirty words of the day, you can go each week to betterlawns.com and you can also get what to do in your landscape for the month, my design tips, and more articles on betterlawns.com. Thank you, Lizzie. Lizzie posts those, and I really appreciate that. Let's go to Bill in Ormond Beach. Good morning, Bill. How can I help you? Good morning, Teresa. Um, I've grown a couple tababuyas in my yard for a number of years. They, They leaf out. They seem to be healthy. But I was in Orlando yesterday and saw a number of them that were just popping. Mine have never popped. They get flowers, but nothing. Nothing in the degree or to the degree that really turns your head. Okay, so how long have they been in the ground? Well, one has been in there at least a decade. Okay, and how often do you fertilize it? Uh, I, I I don't, but I've seen them in Orlando in, like, vacant lots, and it seems like they they thrive on neglect. Well, they do. They're, they're not high-maintenance plants, but it just depends on the nutrition of the soil. And so like I was talking about with the potassium, it's highly mobile. They need to, if there's plenty in the ground, and it just depends on the soil condition. If there's a lot of organic material in there that's giving them the nitrogen and the phosphorus that they need, then they'll bloom lovely without it. But if your plants aren't blooming, one, I would suggest that you just start a regimen of every three months putting down a phosphorus, high phosphorus fertilizer. So that middle number, you want to go for something that is phosphorus-based. And that's going to encourage it. It's going to give it the mindset that it needs to bloom. So when plants are happy, they just grow leaves, they grow flowers, and they grow roots, but they really don't care what they do. But if you put down the phosphorus and fertilize it, 
it's going to concentrate. It's going to say, okay, I need to concentrate on growing flowers. Okay. So what you're saying like a bloom booster type of fertilizer. Right. So put down a blooming type of fertilizer and then I would just follow the label. And if it's like every three months or every six months, put it down. Now also too, I would say, did you plant these or were they in the yard when you plant or when you you bought your home? I planted them. Okay. So did you open up the root system when you planted them? Do you remember? Oh, I, I probably do. I usually loosen it up. That's good. Okay. So then I'm just going to suggest to you that the fertilizer is going to be the key that's going to be there because they have enough nutrition to be there and to be happy, but they're not concentrating on what you want them to do, which is, is to bloom. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. R- wonderful. All right. Thank you so much for calling in, Bill. Uh, so let me know what happens. I'd love to see that. Okay, so we have Eileen and Roy, and they're going to wait till after the break. If you'd like to know more about the National Wildlife Federation, you can go to their website, and that website is the, you want to go to, uh, let me see, I'm going to go right to it so I don't make a mistake here. Uh, Okay, i got to go this way. Um, www.nwf.org backslash garden, and if you'd like to certify, it would be backslash certify nwf.org and then you can also go to gardenforwildlife.com to go to their collections for native plants for florida we're going to be back with more of in your back of better lawns and gardens there we go i'm going to get there (laughs) eileen and roy hang on i'll get through it Hi, Darcy the Cow here for Black Cow, the mature manure. Planting a sustainable vegetable garden helps to protect the environment, and there's nothing like knowing where your vegetables came from. Black Cow is a natural fertilizer with 10 times more nutrients than garden soil. Everything grows better with Black Cow, you know. That's blackcowcow.com. Black Cow, the mature manure, Black Cow. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. The Bible can be hard to understand. Here's the big picture of the Bible in four words. First word, creation. There's one glorious God who created the entire universe and the world, including all of mankind. Second word, fall. Mankind chose to rebel against God and fell into sin. Third word, Jesus. He died on the cross for our sins and rose again. When we place our faith in him, we can experience everlasting fellowship with God. And finally, restoration. One day, Jesus will come again and restore this broken world and usher in a perfect kingdom that has no end. There you have it. The amazing story of the Bible in four words. Creation, fall, Jesus, restoration. This is Bryant Wright. Praying these four words will change your life. Speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Is your bathroom looking old and worn out? Want to update it, but you don't know where to start? 
Then let BCI Bath & Shower show you how to turn that old bath into an aisle of beauty and functionality. Our residential bathroom solutions provide the best value on the market, and our customer service is second to none. Our cost-effective BCI Bath & Shower family of products has what you need. Remodeling our bathroom was a big decision for us. They didn't make a mess out of our house at all. And at the end of the day, we had a beautiful new bathroom. And it was a great experience the whole way through. We have the best monthly payment programs in the industry, with payments as low as $68 per month, or no interest, no payments for 18 months. That's right. Get the bathroom of your dreams now and pay for it in 2022. Call 1-800-961-7639 for a free no-obligation price quote. That's 1-800-961-7639. When you want quality bathroom products at a great price, it's got to be BCI Bath & Shower. That's 1-800-961-7639. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. And gardens. If you missed any of our Better Lawns and Gardens shows, you can go to our website, betterlawns.com, or you can see all the topics I've discussed on audioboom.com. Let's go to Roy in Windermere. Good morning, Roy. We got him? Good morning, Roy. Good morning. Are you, can you hear me? I can hear you. All right. Hey, my question is uh, I know you're always complaining about murdering great myrtles. <laughs> I don't complain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, maybe I whine a little. Don't approve of it. Right. <laughs> but anyway, I got a, a row of oleanders along my walkway, and when I first moved here years ago, I started propagating them because I, I seen the neighbors, and they were kind of wispy and wimpy and blew around. and I, So I, I intertwined the trunks. So now they're thick, and I like the looks of them, but can I top them or shouldn't I top them? Okay. Um uh, you can top them. They're, that's not going to be a problem. It's not going to affect their growth, okay, because they're kind of bushy plants anyway. They're a little bit different when we're talking about flowering for crepe myrtles, okay? So it's a little bit different. Uh, um, they will grow back. You can definitely top them. Um, do you do know that – do you wear gloves when you're working with them? No, but I haven't been bothered by them. <gasps> okay, be very careful with that, okay? I'm just, just going to tell you, be very careful with oleanders. When you're cutting them, the sap is is toxic. Uh huh. Okay, so I don't want you to do that and stick your fingers in your mouth or anything like that. But yeah, it's okay to top them. Oh, okay. So because all my blossoms are getting real high now, you know. So. Right. Well, that's just the thing. That it's it's just they get to be eighteen to twenty feet tall if they're not the dwarf ones. So oh, the, they're 
20 foot tall. Yeah. So if you want to keep them, that's fine. If I would not suggest, well, they're going to be blooming spring through the summertime. And so, um, you know, if you cut them back now, you're not going to get any blooms this year. Or you, uh, if you do, you're probably going to get them late in the fall. Oh, well, I'll, I'll just let them go then, I guess. Yeah, just let them go this year. And then next n- November, December, go ahead and cut them back then. Okay. Okay. Uh, one other thing. I have some crepe myrtles also, and they're probably five, six feet from the house. That root system wouldn't bother anything, would it? No, I, I'm, not, I'm not worried about the root system for a crepe myrtle. All right. Okay. I appreciate it. You Thank can you. call anytime, Roy. We, we we love listening to you know, we love hearing from all of our listeners that call in on a regular basis, so it's good. Okay. We know your name here. <laughs> He's like Norm from Cheers. Yeah, no Roy. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> the same thing. All right. There you go. Let's go to Eileen and Stewart. Good morning, Eileen. How can I help you? Good morning. Um, I was just curious. Should I be Thinning and fertilizing all my hedges now, or do I wait till like further in the the month of March or beginning of April? Nope, you can go ahead and start fertilizing now, okay? Because it takes about a month to six weeks for the plants to absorb the nutrients. So when you put it down, if you're using slow release fertilizers, which I recommend, okay, okay. is that it's going to take a little while for them to absorb it. So if you wait until March or April, then it's just going to take another month for them to absorb it. So, you know, okay. go ahead and do it now, and then that way they'll be all ready for the spring and the summer. Okay. And if I could ask one other question sure. pertaining to the same subject. Sure. Um, we haven't had a lot of rain in the last week, 10 days. I We're know. We need it. Rain, rain next week. Is it best for me to let everything get a good soaking from the rain and then trim and fertilizer, or does it not really matter? It does matter, and I'm so glad you asked that question. It's so important. So, you know, in the first 15 minutes of a rainstorm, you lose about 75% of your fertilizer to stormwater runoff. So it's always a good idea to make sure that you have fertilized after a rain so that they're good and hydrated or that you water before you fertilize and so that way your plants are hydrated okay always fertilize after a rainstorm so i would wait till wednesday or thursday and fertilize then oh great i'm so glad i called as always you always answer the question thank you so <laughs> I, much eileen it's my favorite cousin's I name it. all right hon. thank you let's go to beverly in tallahassee good morning beverly Good morning, ladies. How are you? We are great, and you sent a beautiful picture, and I'm going to post it on Facebook uh, later on this afternoon, and everybody will get to see your beautiful, is that a dwarf holly? Yeah, dwarf. <laughs> it's a, you know, that's a, anyway, I wanted to call because of the lady with the uh, Wildlife Foundation. Yes. I live, I live in a neighborhood. Everybody has large properties, but we have an HOA. And, and nobody ever bothers with the HOA. We all <laughs> leave each other alone. But, and I had a half acre uh, of wildflowers that I worked on for several years. And then the the black-eyed Susans, you know, they walk around. Anyway, a couple of my neighbors thought they were going to help me and, and mow down really a bed. It was a field. A meadow, yes, yeah. A meadow. And then another neighbor 
uh, tries to help me out when she's mowing her property. She comes and anyway, people are. So then we had somebody move in who uh, wanted strict adherence to the HOA rules, which is your yard has to be like a golf course, right? Right. You got to keep it mowed down, or they're going to do it for you. So I joined the Wildlife Federation. And I got my little placards, and I nailed them up right in the front of my yard, you know, so that people know, don't don't mow me, man. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's like, and it's done wonders. And I wanted to share that in case other people have people who want to run their lives for them. (laughs) It's It's worth paying the few bucks. And you get your little sign, and you put it, and they, they, they've been, they hadn't been mowing me anymore. Right. Now, how much so, property do you have? Eight acres. You have eight acres. So it's not your typical HOA. And so, no. you, right. And it's, so you have property that you can let go without mowing. Most HOAs, though, well, you know, you have to, to mow the lawn. So just leaving a lawn well, unmowed is not, you know, uh, a wildlife property or certified. Well, it's it's horse it's a horse neighborhood. Everybody yes. has four to ten acres. Oh, that's wonderful. And, and it's all and it's all supposed to be moon on a like I say, I live everybody around me has a golf course. Yes. They I, keep, I don't know what they do with the rest of their life besides <laughs> mow. Okay, but, but I, anyway. I, I thank you so much for calling and for sending the picture, and I agree with you. That's what I'm going to be talking about in DeLand at the Florida Wildflower uh, uh, Festival, at Garden Festival. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be talking about what time of the year you need to mow because you've got to let them go to seed. So that's yeah, very important. Just mow once a year in the fall because it takes them a long anyway. All right. Got to go, hon. Thank you so much for calling. All right. Bye-bye. Let me get to my um, text messages real quick before we go. I'm in Central Florida, and I have a five-year-old, very old, uh, I'm sorry, a five-foot-tall, very old pittosporum shrub too close to the house. Should I dig it up, or can I cut it off at the ground level to get rid of it? One, you got to figure out if you want to keep it or if you want to get rid of it. If it's a good plant and you have a location that you can move it to, I would suggest that you root prune it a couple of weeks before you move it, water it real well, do not cut anything else on the shrub, and then after a couple of weeks, then you can move it to the new location. Oh, okay. That's some good information. Yeah. And so, but if you want to get rid of it and you don't want it anymore, then just go ahead and cut it out. But if you want to uh, to keep it and you have another location you can put it in, root prune it first and then move it. Um Uh, She says, uh, the next text message says, I have a very nice, big and full cherry tomato plant, but no blossoms or fruit. What is wrong? I fertilize regularly. Okay, so it just depends on how long she's had the tomato plant. But tomato plants, if the temperatures are over 85 degrees, they are not going to be pollinated. So are these new plants or are they old plants? And I probably would start over with the cherry tomatoes if they've had them a long time, get new ones. Does slow-release fertilizer have a shelf life? Yes, it does, and it matters on how you keep it, how hot it gets in it. So I would follow. You can read that information on the label. 
Lizzie, we've been busy today. We also had a listener call in during the break, uh, Winston from Orlando, and he wanted to let everybody know that birds do not have taste buds, but mammals do, and that's why the pepper, the pepper seed corn. Uh, yeah, the you, pepper seed, pepper seeds. Yes, it, that it, works. That's why I was like, I love this, love this. Good I, info. I know. Isn't that good info? Thank you so much, Winston, for calling back. I appreciate that, or for giving us that bit of information. All right, so I'd like to thank our guest, Dana Venrick. And he's the owner of Quality Green Specialist. Make a point to come to DeLand. March 26th, come see me and Tom McCubbin and get some really great native plants. I also want to thank Mary Phillips, who heads up the important Gardens for Wildlife programs. If you do not have plants with a purpose in your yard that benefits wildlife and pollinations or both, why not? This year, Mary and I want you to plant with a purpose and grow natives. Let's create wildlife habitat in every Florida yard. Special thank you to Summit Responsible Solutions, maker of mosquito bits and other responsible pest controls. My recommendation to everyone who has bromeliads and water features, get mosquito bits. So you can check them out at summitresponsiblesolutions.com. Lizzie, I love you. Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone who listens to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. This is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800 432 800-432-3916. 800-432-3916. That's 800-432-3916. 